Welcome everyone to the next episode of the Light of Life podcast. I'm your host, Naomi, and today I'm here with Christian. Christian, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Christian. I'm a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, and I have also written a book on autism and children's health, and I help adults and children with fairly complex health, chronic health problems that they have not had much or any success with uh, getting help from the conventional means of getting said, said help. So that's a little bit about me. Thank you, Christian. And thank you for coming on to the podcast today. Thank you. And um, yes, so, um, you know, as, as someone who has had lots of medical complications in life, I was very interested in interviewing you because you have answers to how stress can be a factor to chronic health problems. And you also have answers to things that can improve our chronic health problems. And so first of all, I'm really glad uh, uh, you mentioned how much stress can impact uh, not only your mental health, but also your physical health. And so my first question for you is how much of a factor is stress for chronic health problems? I think it's one of the biggest factors in um, even in depression. They, they've they've seen it's the the causal factors are either trauma <clears throat> or um, some type of some, some type of chronic stress. And when you look at the biochemical cascades that occur under stress, it starts to make a lot of sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for the body, it, it doesn't really differentiate very much between being chased by a hungry bear that's trying to eat you or um, having a fight with your boss or being stuck in traffic or any number of other examples we can list the the same hormonal cascades occur so when you're stressed the i suppose the original intent of the the stress hormone system was let's say you're out in the out in the woods, a uh, predator uh, starts attacking you and you your cortisol and adrenaline spike. So you start mm-hmm. mobilizing uh, your your fatty stores, your um, uh, you start breaking down mu- uh, muscle, bone, uh, skin, whatever cortisol can break down so it can get in the bloodstream and get sent to the liver to create glucose. Because right now, <clears throat> the most important thing is to mobilize as much energy as possible so you can run away, fight, uh, and, and, and escape this uh, danger that your body is perceiving. That's why it's secreting these stress hormones, right? So, But the original intent was for this to be a very short um, stress, right? And, uh, you know, a thousand years ago or 10,000 years ago, we, we didn't have so many uh, psychological stressors, right? Because... Uh, when when you run away from the predator, you go and you know you hide somewhere up in a tree, whatever. You now <clears throat> your your nervous system, your body, gets a chance to get back into homeostasis. So you, so you're no longer in that stress uh, in in that stress stress hormone milieu. Now, fast forward to today's age, and we we are not being chased by by tigers and uh, bears or whatever, but we are constantly 
raising our cortisol. When you read the news, when you worry, when you know, when you um, you you're stuck in traffic, or you're stuck in a queue in, in at the store, or you're fighting with somebody, or you 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 know you you're uh, the societal sort of the, the the sick society that we live in with keeping up with the Joneses, all of these other things, uh, worries about inflation, uh, how are you gonna you know save up to buy a house or how are you gonna pay your mortgage, whatever else, all of these things, these stressors raise that same uh, 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 stress response milieu that uh, the impending danger. Um, uh, would raise, right? And we're doing this chronically. Most of us are doing this chronically on a daily basis for decades. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, what happens when you when these stress hormones are uh, chronically elevated? So if cortisol is chronically elevated, um, it, it it basically um, it opposes the healthier hormones like so cortisol uh, will will raise adrenaline with it. Adrenaline. Uh, creates lipolysis or, or stimulates lipolysis, which is the breakdown of our fatty tissue. So our fatty stores are being broken down and we have more fat circulating in the, in, in the system. Because a lot of our diet nowadays is omega-6 polyunsaturated fatty acids, those inflammatory fatty acids that are going around in our in our bloodstream are damaging organs, they're damaging blood vessels. So you can start to you can it, when you start digging into it you can see how you know atherosclerosis cardiovascular disease organ damage in diabetes is occurring right mm -hmm. um with it also estrogen starts to rise and then the 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 protective or anabolic hormones like progesterone uh pregnenolone testosterone um you know the neurosteroids these are suppressed because they kind of have a, a it's a seesaw effect when the stress hormones rise it's like if you, you can't be in sympathetic fight or flight at the same time as parasympathetic rest or digest. So one one system is opposing the other and the, the one that's dominant is going to, uh, you know, uh, dominate over the organism. And when we're stuck in fight or flight chronically, that's where you, you, you kind of see people uh, develop health problems again because the cortisol uh, is another example. It raises blood sugar, but the means by which it raises the blood sugar is to sh literally break down our, our hard-earned muscle, valuable muscle, uh, our organs, even in, it can even uh, atrophy the brain, right? It, it's, been, it's been shown in studies. Also our collagen, our skin. So cortisol <clears throat> is very damaging when it's chronically elevated. And uh, uh, you can, I, I suppose, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll stop there so you can kind of, you know, uh, add your inputs and your feedback, but you can kind of see already just these hormones, adrenaline and cortisol being revved up on a daily basis or, 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 or chronically, they can start to, to really cause these cascades of uh, dysfunction that over time just can develop into overt uh, diseases that can be diagnosed by a doctor. Absolutely. You, you just brought up something that's really... Uh important uh stress can absolutely cause lots of different chronic health problems like like it is like it could actually be like like one of the top contributing factors yeah um, yeah yeah absolutely and um so i'm really glad you mentioned that um and um and um i also would like to ask um uh since we just this uh, talk discussed uh, how stress can impact uh, 
our physical health. Um, uh, is there a way we can reverse or at least improve uh, the state of a chronic illness? There's so many ways. I mean, otherwise I, I wouldn't be doing what I do and I wouldn't be having success with it, right? If it was all genetic and you're, you're like, uh, if, if, if uh, let's say whatever chronic illness develops, if there was nothing you could do, um, you know, things would be pretty dire and hopeless. But the fact is that <clears throat> people have even reversed cancer, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying every cancer can be reversed, but uh, a lot of these diseases that, that are occurring right now, they're... Re a, to a great extent, they're caused by a, a, a couple of things. So the, the first one is nu nutrient deficiencies, right? So various minerals, um, uh, 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 vitamins, certain amino acids, not eating, not eating enough protein, uh, coupled with nutrient excesses. So a lot of, uh, like, it's very easy to, nowadays, it's very easy to guzzle down a lot of calories but they tend to be either empty calories, let's say uh, Coke, uh, soft drinks, or they can be inflammatory uh, calories. For example, if you eat a lot of um, processed foods that are uh, uh, cooked with um, polyunsaturated seed oil, so omega-6, those are highly inflammatory. And, you know, the average Westerner is eating easily 50 to, to 70, 80, 90 grams of these um, highly inflammatory uh, omega-6 fatty acids, which is a big driver of disease nowadays. It's not, this is not mm -hmm. even controversial. So that's the, the dietary aspect. It's, it's absolutely huge. Um, and then uh, in recent times, we have the, the, the fact that we have literally over 100,000 new chemicals that have been synthesized and released into the environment over the last let's say 120 or so years so these are for the most part um uh very much toxic so they can be toxic in many ways they can be <clears throat> uh, disruptive to the body's hormonal system things like uh, uh plasticizers B bisphenols bpa um uh, flame retardants uh, uh you know, the, the list goes on. So uh, hundreds and thousands of uh, uh, common, commonly used um, um, compounds in, in just in your everyday products that we have. <clears throat> also, uh, th literally thousands of chemical additives in the foods, emulsifiers, colors, and so on, artificial flavors. So these, the toxicity that we accumulate, coupled with suboptimal nutritional status, is the main driver of all the diseases we are seeing with you know here and there some things are we have a you know i might have a genetic predisposition for atherosclerosis you know somebody else might have a genetic predispositions for uh, for cancer in the family so we 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 have the genetic component does play some tiny minor role but most of it is driven nutritional uh, deficiencies some excesses and a lot of toxicity so the, to answer your question, if we can pinpoint the things that a particular person uh, is exposed to or um, uh, clean up their environment from toxic exposures as much as humanly possible and support their their body's innate detoxification system to to handle the, the oncoming onslaught and purge whatever 
or uh, detoxify whatever is stored in their fatty tissues, in their organs, in their bones, which we know now that science, the science has shown that, for example, lead is stored in the bones. Um, a lot of these um, uh, chemical toxins, the, the, the fat soluble or lipophilic ones, they're stored in our fatty tissue. So if we can get a person um, uh, detoxifying better and, and keep toxins out of their environment as much as humanly possible, and then address any uh, dietary factors that um, uh, are missing. So a lot of people are missing B vitamins. A lot of people are, are just not getting enough zinc, magnesium. Many people are not getting enough calcium. Lots of people are not getting selenium. So if we can start adding these nutri nutrients back, those two things will help most people. And then what I do to kind of uh, accelerate people's process or, or healing journey is we, we use some uh, intelligent lab testing. So when we suspect someone has some type of a gut problem or or rather not a gut problem per se, it doesn't have to be a, an overt gut problem, but an issue that could be mediated, caused or contributed to by gut a gut issue, then we can do stool testing. We can, and every, look, every time I, every time I think someone should try to do a stool test, we always find something. So uh, whether it's uh, uh, parasites like uh, protozoa or overgrowth of bacteria, very low levels of the commensal, quote unquote, beneficial bacteria, we always find something. And then um, we can also look at other things like hormone balance. That's another, another thing that is, um, uh, we already discussed, uh, you know, stress hormones, but also sex hormones that, that when, when the stress hormones rise, a lot of the sex hormones get dysregulated. So if we can figure out exactly what the person's uh, uh, state currently is, we can begin to work to balance those. So with a little bit of blood work, a couple of more, you know, uh, more advanced functional tests like urine testing, occasionally we use stool testing. When we figure out exactly what that person's set of health challenges are, and start addressing them piece by piece with diet supplementation, stress reduction, uh, um, just improving things at home in terms of sleep hygiene, uh, reducing toxic uh, products that the person uses, buys uh, food, uh, you know, switching to organic food, most people will start to see great benefits. And if, if you're lucky enough to start this journey earlier on in the, in the development of this issue, whatever, whatever issue that may be, the earlier you start, the more likely you are to be able to restore your health back to uh, its original state of, of, of vitality and, and health. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you just mentioned some really important uh, uh, factors mm -hmm. to consider uh, with your overall physical health, how, uh, how much, I know we talked a lot about how, how much stress can impact it and, um, and, um, and thank you for bringing awareness to also how we can uh, improve uh, the state of our current chronic health problems that we may have. And I think that's a yeah. uh, that's a really important thing to uh, take into consideration to try to uh, Im improve it. <laughs> yeah, we need it. We need. I think in the USA, if you look at the um, disease statistics, it's 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 really dire at this point mm -hmm. and. Unless something changes fast, it's not going to, it's not looking like the trend is going to reverse 
otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there is there anything else you would like to share, Christian? Um. Well, I I think what what I'd probably tell people listening is we've we've kind of been since 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 the day we're born we're we grow up in this the system you know and we we're taught things in a certain way and we start to we accept reality as we're taught um and we're we're taught nowadays to wait until something is wrong something hurts or whatever some things uh you know your your headaches you start having headaches or you, you start being constipated or you get diarrhea and then you go and look for help uh and then you treat the symptom right so what that is obviously i, I think it, once you kind of realize it you you see that is obviously the wrong way to to live your life you don't it's like you don't wait until your car breaks down to take it to the mechanic you mm-hmm. take the car for your yearly service mm-hmm. and people people understand the the car analogy really well and w- w- when when they kind of when you kind of break it up to them they kind of are like wow geez i've been taking better care of my car the last 20 years than my own body right so i think what people really need to to kind of come around to is that we need to be more preemptive with our health we need to be more pre- proactive with our health so instead of waiting for things to break down if we're in a in a good state of health right now we need to be thinking you know how can i maintain it or take it to the next level right um we we have to start really uh, understanding that we are living in a very polluted and, and and toxic world and unless we start making the conscious investments and sometimes that takes sacrifice right we have to sacrifice some some luxuries in order to to you know spend a bit more money on organic food or buy a water a nice good water filter or um buy some supplements to help uh you know fill in nutritional gaps and stuff like that so we have to really really come around to this idea and if we don't it we we may just become a statistic you know sooner or later sooner or later the body will stop being able to respond to all these stressors these minor stressors that accumulate on a daily basis year by year decade by decade so that's if you're healthy and you want to stay healthy that way you really have to start being proactive because not we will not always be 20 in our 20s and maybe early 30s forever when i was in my 20s Geez, I I lived really poorly. I don't think I ate one. I I never bought one or certified organic product personally. Maybe I've eaten some when I was a, as a guest in someone's house, but I didn't consciously buy one organic. I didn't even know what organic was all about. And <clears throat> a lot of drinking and partying and just really poor lifestyle. Uh and you know, here I am still still in in good health. So the if i had not had a, a little bit of a of a sort of awakening by now i could have definitely been in a really horrible state of health or at the very least in the next 5 10 years i would probably have started deteriorating really badly and this is why a lot of people when they hit 40 45 50 they start <clears throat> to have a lot of health problems is because they haven't been taking care of their vehicle 
this entire time. So the sooner one can start doing that, I think the 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 more it will pay uh, uh, dividends down the line. And the problem is another problem is in this society we are not taught to think to think long term. It's always about instant gratification. So once we come around to these ideas, I think we're going to we're going to have much better outcomes in the future and and you will only see it in the future it will only your investment will only pay back in the future so you kind of have to trust that this is the right thing that's why you have to put a little bit of time and effort to research these things so that's if you're healthy but if you have a health issue already i would um, sincerely uh, recommend getting a, either a functional medicine doctor or a naturopath or a what what, the, what i do is a functional diagnostic nutrition and there's lots of functional diagnostic nutrition practitioners, especially in the USA. There's thousands of them. And even doctors are, are taking this course to learn how to use lab testing to help their patients, right? So we, it's if it's good enough for doctors, and, and uh, you know, you, you can rest assured we know what we're doing, right? And obviously doctors learn it very quickly because they understand a lot of the, the other stuff. So if someone's like really awake, uh, doctor-wise, uh, and they want to move over to the functional paradigm, they can really do a lot of, uh, uh, <clears throat> they can have a very positive impact because it will take them a couple of weeks to months to kind of start uh, implementing these things. So um, that's what I would say. Uh, find a practitioner that understands the functional paradigm as it's known and work with them because <clears throat> there is, you know, unless you have something terminal where they've told you you have like a month to live or something like that, most of these things, I I would vent. Look, I would. I'm going on the record. Most of these things, including things like Alzheimer's, multiple sclerosis, a lot of these things that sound like uh, really scary and stuff. I'm not saying they can be reversed because, uh, especially Alzheimer's, when a person is seventy, you cannot reverse fifty or or sixty years of of uh, of damage that's been accumulated. But you can at the very least, ameliorate a lot of these problems and the person's quality of life can improve. And when it's something smaller, like <clears throat> a lot of gut problems or or auto, even autoimmunity, um, a lot of these things can be improved almost and, and many many times almost to the point of restoration of, of the full health of the person. At the very least, a lot of improvement can be gained by working with someone that understands how to how to do this. Yes, thank you so much for uh, sharing all this really vital information. I think uh, we talked about some really Im important factors into uh, chronic illnesses and um, and stress levels, especially. Mm. And um, and I and I think that's um, I think that's another. Uh, thing to another thing to remember is that um those those two things are interconnected uh your physical health can impact your mental health and your mental yeah. health can impact your physical health absolutely uh, and so you always want to make sure you're taking care of both yeah absolutely mm -hmm. the they're uh they're one they're inextricably linked to, to each other so if you have an issue with the mind let's say you're feeling down in the dumps just getting out of the house uh, being with friends, being out in nature can can alleviate it. And uh, likewise, you know, the, if you have even pain or, or some type of um, physical issue, literally uh, something like tapping or emotional freedom technique, they've done studies on it. Even 
using um, this emotional freedom technique, uh, uh, tapping on certain meridians on your on your face and torso, that's been shown to reduce pain and and in and improve things like blood pressure, reduce cortisol, and a couple of other, like a um, heart rate variability would improve uh, just by doing this uh, tapping on the on the physical sort of uh, on the body, but it it kind of sends signals to the body and the nervous system and, and changes happen. So there's always that's there's always hope, right? I, I, I think that's what we have to always remember is you're never in a hopeless situation. You can always be better. And sometimes it's it's so simple that when you actually uh, learn, figure it out, or, or lucky enough to for someone to show you the way, you're like, wow, it's it's just so simple. It makes so much sense as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank thank you for uh, um, bringing awareness to um, all these important points. I think this has been really educational, uh, and I hope this will help people. Uh, yeah thank you uh, this this was a pleasure i always love to share this information mm-hmm. and yeah hopefully hopefully someone listening will you know will find value in it mm-hmm.